and welcome. This is Trials and Tribulations. I'm Phil Airy and I've got my two cohorts. Sarah Owen Hughes and me, Faith Douglas. So it's Tatton Week. It is, RHS Tatton. Yes, and that's where our very own Sarah is at oh, this moment. I miss she's her. really busy. I know, I know, I know. I've seen some of the um, things that she's doing. She's Is she helping on the Macmillan, Macmillan Garden? Yes, she is. Isn't she? she I've is. seen some bits on social media. It's, it's all about, it's, um, it's all about legacies. Legacies. So caps are legacy. It, it is, Just but legacy. Macmillan... What a massive legacy. It's, it's um, I think they were saying something like a third of all the money they get is from legacies. Wow. So this is a, a garden that mm. promotes this. Mm. Now, I've never been to Tatton. Have you been? I have been to Tatton. I went to Tatton, the only time I've been actually, it was 2019. Right. And I was pulled in by the wonderful Nicholas Fry. Not him again. Oh yes, he appears in most of our podcasts. Yes, he does. He's very popular. And uh, it was to actually help a guy that a young guy that used to work for Nick um, as like an apprentice. So this was Lawrence. Lawrence is lovely, and he was doing the Young Landscapers Award. So he was competing in this competition, oh, yeah, which yeah. was held at Tatton. I did remember that. Yeah. Mm. So we all went down just to give him a hand, basically. You know, young anybody young starting out in this industry, I think, deserves and needs the help and the guidance. Mm. And you know, Nick's. A great landscaper, mm. a really experienced landscaper, and to have for Lawrence to have somebody like Nick on board mm. to help him is just invaluable. You know, you yeah. can't some stuff you just can't learn in a classroom, can you? No. Um, and I jumped in to help with planting, mm. along with uh, Cherry Carmen, who is absolutely gorgeous. I love Cherry; she's absolutely lovely. I miss Cherry. Cherry and her toes. Cherry and her toes. Don't don't. Just don't I have go no there. idea what you're about. No, good. It's probably best we okay. keep it that way. But Cherry's amazing. She is the most fantastic plants woman. She's been to the big show. She's mm. done show gardens herself. She's fantastic. Um, so we went along, spent a few days down there helping him build his garden. Mm. And he got a silver award. Nice one. So, yeah, he did really well. Got himself a little award. Mm. And I think he was very pleased. Mm. So, yeah. That's the yeah. only time I've been to Tatton. But right. it's a beautiful is place. It? Is it? Oh, God, yeah. What I remember of going there was... Uh, the driving, big stately, yeah, and they always big are, yeah. Line. I'm saying they always are, but mainly are yeah. lime trees. Um, they were lime trees. I'm pretty sure they were lime trees. I might be wrong. Mm-hmm. Somebody can correct me, but pretty sure there was huge lime trees mm. lining like a driveway, which is just the most beautiful vista. And it's you know parkland either side, and then you went round to the show. Mm. Um, so I wasn't actually there whilst the show was open to the public mm. and running. I was there for the build, um, but it was beautiful. You know there was fantastic things there. There was mm. you know it was just fantastic to see everybody's gardens, and that was the first time I ever met Charlotte Graham. Oh, the wonderful Charlotte, photographer, the very, very to the stars, photographer, yeah. very talented. And do you know, do you know we love her. Do you know we all love her? We do. Do you know how I met her? Go on. She basically stole me off Lawrence's garden, popped me on somebody else's garden, and made me pose for the camera. Why? Because <laughs> she just wanted a girl in the shot. Oh right, okay. I was totally used. Totally used. Were you? Yeah, yeah totally yeah. used. 
But do you know, the garden I was in in the photograph, the photograph is amazing. What mm. what that woman does behind the camera is unbelievable. Mm, She's is. so good. She's it such is. an artist. And she, I honestly, I looked like a dog's dinner. I really did. I, I was covered in muck, mm. sweaty because it was mm. hot. I was, mm. I was disgusting. I was like, seriously, you do not want me in that picture. You do not. But she made me. She was like, right, we just need to give you some flowers. But like, you know, so she gave me some. She's so good with colour. And she gave me some blue flowers. And I think I must have had a blue top on. And when I saw the photographs afterwards, mm. she's so clever. Because mm. these the blue flowers that she'd picked out for me to literally sit and hold. So it looked like I was pretending to do something mm. with the flowers. But I actually wasn't, because it wasn't even the garden I was working on. But mm. anyway, we don't need to talk about that. Well, we are talking about that, but you know what I mean. Um, so basically, um, I... Um, so basically... The colours of the flowers, mm. these were a real sort of um, midnight blue, um, kind of, midnighty mm-hmm. blue. And, um, no, steel blue. I'll say oh, yes, steel yes, blue. Yes, I'll yes. say steel blue because... I know you mean, I can see it now. The, the garden housed these huge steel structures which were made by an artist, a really talented mm. um, metal worker. And he'd made these beautiful um, statues and structures out of mm. iron. And she'd picked the iron from the statues and the, the, the things he'd made, the sculptures he'd made, up in the flowers that I was holding in my hand. And when you stood back and looked at the picture, that she'd taken it absolutely amazing. But I still looked like a dog's dinner. But thankfully... But that's how you met her. Well, thankfully, you'd have been too busy looking at the flowers and the beautiful sculptures, <laughs> not at the person holding the flowers. Thank <laughs> gosh for that. But yeah, that's how I met the lovely Charlotte. Brilliant. And um, yeah, and our lovely Sarah is over in Tatton. Now, it's a little bit windy over there, so the sound quality is not amazing, but it's still worth a listen. So over to Sarah. You might be able to hear the sound of a generator buzzing gently in the background as I'm sat in the middle of a show build week at Tatton Park over in Cheshire. Um, I'm helping a friend of mine, Rob Hardy, and from his garden design company building his first ever competitive show garden and I've bumped into a a long-standing friend and colleague Richard Easton um, who is also a garden designer and a lecturer we both used to lecture together in the higher education sector and you still do lecture you still teach garden design and inspire people and you're here to help Rob start the planting process today yes yes it's great to bump into you Sarah um yeah Rob is a graduate from my degree level garden design course so in a sense we've been mentoring this project and then here today to help out and later in the week as well and yeah. it's, it's so nice to see you here it is it's lovely yeah. isn't it i mean it feels like a busman's holiday for me because i used to like you used to build show gardens with students all the time for colleges yeah. um but it's just really nice to actually come along to a garden and let somebody else worry about the logistics do you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. The, the logistics are, the I think, the most stressful element. For sure. Um, never mind that it takes the best part of a year in the lead-up to it, but also the, the day-to-day running of it, the deliveries, the logistics, the, the actual build on site itself. Yeah. So it, it, I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's yeah. somewhat of a luxury to come onto site and to help out today with plants yeah one or two other elements but but mainly with plants it feels like i'm 
missing some kind of level of stress with it. It is. It's, it's, actually, it's actually quite fun, dare I say. I mean, we've been pruning one of the trees today, haven't we? Making yeah. sure it's up to show standard. Yeah. And um, just explain to me, if you can, what the difference is between a tree in your garden and a tree on a show garden. Yeah, I mean, a tree in your garden has had a long time to settle in. It's grown on site. It is, it is, it's probably filled out and it suits your site and the conditions and the soil and so on. And almost certainly a little bit of damage here and there, although it may not be the best horticulture, but it's tolerated in your own garden. When you're buying mature specimens in from um, specialised nurseries, you don't exactly know what's going to come. You're hoping you're getting the best, but you have to present it at the point of perfection for mm -hmm. a show garden and that means anything from scrubbing the stems and the branches with a toothbrush yeah. right the way out to pruning out dead damaged diseased even the slightest little blemish on foliage has got to be pruned out to present it to the absolute peak of perfection and it's an ongoing task isn't it because some of the trees we've looked at today i've been pruning them selecting dead branches and what have you over the past two days and this is a windy exposed site and I come in every morning and there are more that need doing but it's getting that light touch so the tree looks like it's been here forever uh -huh. it sits well in its place but also represents like you said the, the peak of perfection uh -huh. and, uh, and what you always find with show garden plants and, and this is this is many years experience is that they come on site and then they kind of breathe a sigh of relief as they settle into that yeah. site and some of it just some of the leaves just settle in and they face the right direction and and it's good to get these key plants in very early because I think you've noticed you've been on site longer than I have I've yeah. joined you here today I think you've already noticed that there are flowering spikes appearing and that some of the branches look less iffy than yes. they did yeah. no, two or three days definitely ago. Settled in. So, I mean, show gardens are a spectacle. They are a show, aren't they? It's like going to the theatre. You're not seeing the backstage, the work that goes into it. Um, what, what do you think is the biggest difference? Because obviously people will come here looking potentially for a designer or for a landscaper to build their garden. And there's a massive difference between receiving a show garden and receiving a garden that you live in. What, what, what are your observations? Yeah, um, it's, it's a hard one to, to kind of summarise in one sentence, but in many ways I perceive the show gardens as being like haute couture to design. Yeah. So if we can make that analogy. Um, you wouldn't necessarily be kind of wowed by... The, the design if it was just a, a back garden design yeah you want to come away from a show garden full of inspiration and fired up yeah and if occasionally that means that they're a bit out there yeah well, that's what it should be about they mm -hmm. should stretch the boundaries a little bit not all of them i think some of the smaller gardens and the back-to-back -back gardens here at tatton are probably going to be infinitely more achievable and take homeable mm. Um, but there is always, I think, that trickle-down effect from haute couture to design to ordinary back gardens, and that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah, and it's, it's really interesting, because at the moment we're right in the middle of the hard landscaping, which is why there are two or three generators have started up now in the background. So there's lots of paving, lots of slabs of wood, lots of roofing going on. There's not a huge amount of soft landscaping, so it, 
it's impossible to call how these gardens are going to look. It's impossible to tell which ones are going to be the amazing ones because some of them have got fantastic paving, for example, or some great walls. They may be let down by their planting or uh, vice versa. Yes, and there are some that look a little bit hard landscaping heavy at the moment, but we don't know how that's going to be lightened and finished yeah, for sure. when, when it's, it's time for judging. So yeah. you're absolutely right. It's any call at the minute, but there is some serious hard landscaping and there is some serious hedging plants There's here some today. Yes. I'm looking enviously at mm. some of this hedging material because it's top notch. And some of the mature trees that have been put into the gardens already, we, yeah. which you put in at this stage, and we, the plants will start to go in in the next week because it, the show opens in, in, in 10 days' time. Um, but seeing these mature trees just starting like say, to settle into their landscape and open up, you're thinking these are going to be really special gardens and people are going to be really inspired by them. And I think, if I'm right, this is that we've had Hampton Court. This is the first sort of big, big full flower show in, in the north yes. for the past nearly two years, isn't it? Yes, I think we had a smaller Harrogate yes, Spring yes, Flower yes. Show, but it was smaller. Yep. So this is the first big RHS type yeah, in the mm. north. So, yeah. It's going to be busy, isn't it's it? It's going to be very busy. Um, keep safe, everyone. Keep distanced. Yeah, yeah, yes, keep well away from everybody. But, yeah, we're, we've all been vaccinated and tested before we're even allowed on site. Strict entry protocols. Yeah, really strict. Yeah. And we have to fill in, a, fill in a, a questionnaire every morning to say that we're safe to come on to site. So, uh, with the, with the uh, luck of the winds behind us, hopefully we'll have a, a successful build. sat underneath the shade of a shelter wondering if it's going to rain or not in sunny and delightful Cheshire uh, at Tatton Park where I've been working for the past three days with Rob Hardy from Rob Hardy and Co on his uh, Macmillan Legacy Garden. Rob how are you doing? I'm tired. You I'm are? I'm really tired. Yeah there aren't enough biscuits are there? No what a week. Yeah. What a week. I wasn't quite ready for this amount of uh amount of hard work. What, physical work or mental work? A bit of both really. Um, so I started designing the garden about um, two years ago um, and obviously due to the pandemic it was cancelled last year. Um, so over the past two years there's been an awful lot of thought going, going into the garden but still when you arrive on site not every decision has been made and there's still a lot to to think through and, and to, to figure out. Um, yeah, so it's been it's been both. Um, and due to the sort of obviously the the restraints of building a show garden, I've obviously had to be quite hands on, so physically, and it's been very full on long days. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. Sort of it's do you know it's really started to come together today, hasn't it? We've had Richard Easton here. We've been putting the plants some of the plants in place so you can actually see the structure and the balance between yeah. the hard landscaping and the soft landscaping. So how did you get commissioned to do a, a garden for Macmillan Cancer? Um, so originally they approached uh, Richard would we be interested in, in uh, designing a garden for Initially, they, they said you can do it for um, Harrogate, for the flower show. Um, 
or the other option was, was task. Um, so I started putting something to, together um, and we went to present to Macmillan down at their offices in London and they loved the garden and they said actually rather than Harrogate we'd love to see this at Tatton so would you consider traipsing over the other side of Ben <laughs> um, to, to build it over here. So, um, which so is an RHS flower show, isn't which is it? The RHS so it's, just, show, yeah. it's a step up, isn't it? It's already, it's a step step up beyond your standard flower show, if you like. Yes, yes, it's it's. Um, I, I love how it goes. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, it feels like a, a bigger show with. There's certainly higher expectations on, I think, the show gardens. Yeah. We're, we're seeing that in the landscaping already as we're walking around. It feels around. like it, yeah. yeah. yeah there's a lot, yeah. Of, a lot of real quality landscapers yeah. around here, which yeah. is it's great to see. Fantastic. Really and, and your garden is a legacy garden. The whole idea is to get people to think about who they leave money to in their wills is, yeah. is to, because the gift of legacy is very important to Macmillan. Yeah. So, so what's your... What's your garden telling us about? Can you describe it to us? Yeah, sure. So, so one of the key messages that we're trying to get across um, from Alfred Macmillan is that um, a huge amount, a third of their income, comes from legacy giving. Wow. So they're they're hugely reliant on on, on that, um, and they have that constant challenge of, of reminding people mm. of this, and um, yeah, and then trying to, to generate that that income. So. Um, so the message really um, is, is leading all towards that. Um, if, I, if I start, um, if I describe the garden, mm-hmm. um, from, from the front left, that's where the, the, sort of the narrative, the journey begins. Um, and it really is about the, um, the journey of, well, the living with a uh, cancer diagnosis. Yeah. Um, and what we wanted to talk about was the incredible support that... Um, that Macmillan provide um, for, for people and yeah, I, I, as they say one in two of us at some point um, is likely to, to uh, have a cancer diagnosis and the, the likes of Macmillan uh, provide you know, incredible support for people and you know, I've, I'm sure we've all had friends and family that, that are going through that so um, so yes it's, it's really there are, there are two distinct paths around the garden and to put it very simply one describes a journey with Macmillan and one without mm-hmm. um, so so the one path is, is particularly rough um, almost impassable you know very difficult to navigate doing this on, on your own um, whereas the other path is, is smoother it's, it's yeah. where uh, Macmillan has, has been able to provide that, that um, emotional um, financial um, support uh, for for people, um, and it's not without its challenges. You know, we don't want to be flippant about this. It, mm. it, it is a um, a fractured path, many twists and turns that um, along the way. But it's it's certainly you know Macmillan are able to to smooth smooth the way, and the the journey concludes um, in the uh, rear right hand corner um, with a, a much calmer um, space for reflection. Um, so the planting begins over on the, the left hand side, front left, with sort of dark brooding spiky plants. Um, mm-hmm. We've got uh, Pinus mugo and mops uh, in there. We've got um, uh, what we've got, Acanthus, 
We're uh, looking at it now. Acanthus spinosus, Black Elder, Sambucus nigra, Ajuga, so really dark, dark, black, purple, spiky, difficult plants. Yeah. Very dense planting as well, which I really like. It's very impactful. Yeah, and we've we've got a beautiful two metre high Pinus sylvestris water eye in in the rear corner. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, that's all just dark, brooding and planting. And then as you move through the garden at the front, we've got um, uh, some lighter planting, um, lots of steeper, um, I'm trying to look, I can't see, <laughs> um, Achillea, um, Perovskia, that sort of thing. And then moving to, to the back in the reflective area, we've got um, sort of softer grasses again, just much more gentle, greener um, space. And we're going to, they're not here yet, uh, arriving on Tuesday, but we've got two beautiful um, stone pebble seats um, by uh, Darren Rumley of One Artisan uh, coming there so really sort of that organic form that really contrasts well with the um, the very crisp sharp edges of the, of the paving and the and the water features. Um, I should also point out the trees they're, they're, they're yeah. amazing. And your t- your three plinths as well. Yeah 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 so the trees mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, <laughs> so I've already mentioned the, the pinus in the back the, um, we've got the correct Rotaria, Paniculata. Yeah, which um, you didn't like because I identified it straight away on yeah, site. You thought, it was a bit unusual. yeah, you thought nobody would get it, but I, I'm a plant person. That's what I did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got the, the, the multi-step in front, which is wonderful. We're actually going to we're going to be encouraging people to leave uh, messages about legacy yeah. and hang them in the branches there. So um, you know that that could be something. A little bit of fun, things that we pass on to our family. It could be serious messages. We'll leave the um, general public to, to do that and uh, you know, to start that conversation, really, with one another and and with the people of McMillan here. Um, and then in the in the back corner, we've got Ace of Ginalo, a, a pair of beautiful aces, um, that, that gorgeous green with just hints of red foliage and, uh, and seed pods. They're, they're really quite lovely. Mm. Um, and yeah, as you said about the sort of sculptures, the monoliths, mm. we've, we've got three um, monoliths constructed from a, a gorgeous sort of greying, um, galvanised um, steel. Um, you have to see the photos to really appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and there are three, and one of them has written a message about legacy, um, hence that, that, that one third of, of, um, of uh, Macmillan's income coming from legacy. And it just says, uh, "What will your lasting legacy be?" And it's it's uh, it's cut through the steel. So there's a there's a, a question there that we'll we'll leave hanging for mm. visitors to to answer. Yeah, to consider. Yeah. And what's what surprised you most? Because this is your first ever show garden. You design and build gardens day to day. That's your yeah. your job. Yeah. You're, you're a garden designer. You have a practice, and you have other people coming in and and collaborating with you. But this is your first show garden. What's surprised you about the experience so far? Um, it's obviously very different from designing for my clients. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's much more intense. Everything um, is focused on on these this two and a half week build. Um, there's a huge amount of prep before you've even seen the ground you're even going to be on. Yeah. Um, we've had to describe the the orientation of the garden. But the actual garden isn't in that orientation, so it's all going to be a little bit back to front yeah. in a way. Um, so the shady areas of the of the garden, um, 
in the in the in the brief for the judges is, is actually not the shady part of the garden, <laughs> so it's all a little bit uh, back to front. Um, I think it's just it's the uh, that intensity you've got yeah. is a, a, a ticking clock. Yeah, it's an awful lot to do. Um, and all working. the decisions lie with you, don't they? You know, making sure that yeah, yeah, the, even the the high vis and the lanyards and the, somebody to meet yeah. everyone when we arrive and. We've all had to do all the COVID tests and what have you anyway. And the risk assessments. The risk assessments, Hundreds yeah. of risk assessments. Lots of risk assessments, for sure. And, you know, coordinating with the forklift truck on site to come in yeah. and pick things up and move them. Even to the point that we're having to move all of the bags of gravel every couple of days so it doesn't leave yellow grass because yeah. you, you yeah. will get, point, get, you'll get points that. knocked yeah. off your final score for that, won't you? Yeah. I, I have to say... Um, one of the best decisions I made was to to work with a, a landscaper who really really knows his stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that was Peter Gregory Landscapes. Yeah. He's um, super. Um, he's built many many show gardens. And just really knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and I've just got great confidence in in, yeah. in Pete. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think I think sadly a lot of the landscapers really get forgotten about. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, most people who come to a flower show come to see the flowers. Yes. And unfortunately, yes. it's it's like really good foundations for a house. You don't appreciate them, yeah. but you'd notice if they weren't there. Um, and one of the things that I've noticed the past couple of days is the, la- the hard landscaping is phenomenal hard work, m- micrometer accurate, performed and, and executed by some extremely talented landscapers. And they're all taking a few minutes out and wandering around the other gardens to share best practice, to ask about materials and skills. How are you doing this? Oh, I do it like that. And they're genuinely appreciating each other's craft. And it's a lovely opportunity for them because as soon as the plants go in, their work recedes into the background. Yeah, yeah. Not for judging, but it does for most people who look at the gardens, which is such a shame. It, it is a shame. And I, th- yeah. I think when it when it comes to judging and press day, the, the, the hard work of many landscapers around here, and I'm looking around the site and seeing landscapers working here. Yeah, you know, half, half four on Sunday when yeah. we've got quite an important football match coming up in a couple of hours' time, yeah. you know, they're still working hard and they've been here since eight this morning. Absolutely. And they've been and like... This is the seventh day. This is this the seventh, seventh day of the build. Straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and often they, they, they don't get um, the, the credit they deserve sure. during the show. So, who's that? Those two other landscapers, they're identical twins. It's quite yeah. unusual to see <laughs> adult identical twins yeah. on site. Um, the, the designer of their garden, um, he says he knows them apart, but his mum can't tell them apart. So, oh, right. um, <laughs> so he said that you have to be quite careful because they get upset if you get them mixed up. Yeah, there was, um, yeah, around the, the clump, we've got a whole load of young designers. Yes. Um, sadly, I didn't quite get into that oh. category. I'm a member of the Young Propagator Society. <laughs> I said to them, it would it be ages to let me in? They went, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but this, this, it's going to be really exciting. It really is. I think, I think obviously you've, got, you've had lots of challenges and surprises and it's been ex- even more difficult in terms of supply chain because of yep. lockdown and COVID and even the Suez Canal shutting and mm-hmm. Brexit has caused all sorts of supply chain issues. But what bits are you really, really enjoying? Obviously, apart from working with Pete and the other volunteers, because it's mostly friends and family who are coming to help you as well, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, it has been fabulous Fantastic. to see that. See that. Um, yeah, and I mean, Pete, Pete was saying yesterday that he's never seen such a wonderful 
group of, of volunteers yeah. that really getting stuck in. Yeah. Um, and if without you know yourself, Sarah and um, and Richard and Alex and Fliss and Andy and all and Julie and everybody oh, that's amazing. been here, yeah. we just wouldn't have wouldn't wouldn't have got half as much done. So yeah, yeah. that's been that's been fabulous. Yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been excellent. It's been fun, and I think having this um, whilst the, the short window of time is obviously raises the, uh, the the stress levels mm. it's also great to see you know, you've got a, a clear window of time and this yeah. is going to be looking fabulous in that, yeah. in that time and you know in my in my own work that that is quite rare yes um, quite often it, it's um, you know design and considering the design and clients sort of living and, and imagining that design and coming back and tweaking and so on it can take can take months mm. you know sometimes it can take years yeah. uh, for a large project so to um to do this in quite okay i've been sitting on this for, for quite some time but to have this clear window where you can yeah. get in there and do it and then see the results immediately yeah just be heartbroken that you've been you've got to break it all up time it's yeah. all going to be broken down yeah. so. do you know do you know what i'm actually seeing for the first time i'm seeing that little glimmer in your eyes as if you're thinking of doing another garden at some stage oh I th- i'm sure i will i'm sure I I will. Know, yeah. it feels like um, we were saying earlier weren't we that you know show gardens are the sort of thing that people do they either do once or they do it lots because it becomes addictive yeah, yeah yeah and i can just see that glimmer coming through the tiredness yeah. you're um yeah i, can, I mean it, it's it's hard not seeing my family for yeah getting on for a month um, yeah and that that will be tough and yeah I, I just feel absolutely exhausted right now but it's it's great it's it's um demonstrating your craft to the public and mm. that, that's not what what we do generally no that's you know, right a lot of my clients don't want they their, don't want their, people to know to be on, on the... but also they don't necessarily want people to know that they've had a designer in it's it's a very it's a very strange private thing mm. the same thing happens with interior design you'll say oh you know, your house looks lovely and people go yes isn't it but they don't yeah. say so and so help me with it and so to be here and say this is a rob hardy garden yeah, you know, yeah. built by peter and supporting macmillan um you know that's a really nice public statement of your of your style and your your intent and what people can expect what standard they can expect when they work with you in the future yeah yeah definitely definitely it, I, I hope good. a lot of people from the Leeds area come over here because you're based in Leeds and driving over to Cheshire to work on lots yeah. of gardens could be quite limiting <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah yeah I'm just uh, dreading those those um calls from from everybody in cheshire saying can i can i come over <laughs> we're spending an awful lot of time on the m62 <laughs> well it's no bad thing though it's been glorious the past three days yeah, i've, uh, I've certainly caught the sun and a little bit of rust as well because we've had some downpours as yes. well haven't we yeah, yeah. um well i i mean i'm not going to see the finished garden in the flesh which i'm really sad about but i just wish you all the best because i think it's a cracking garden i love the concept and it's just been so nice working with you because obviously I, I taught you many years yes, ago. It's really, really nice seeing you develop and work into the industry and be so successful. So fingers crossed, I should be watching the TV coverage. I'll be expecting a, a, a group message that you'll send out to the whole yes, team, letting yes, us know as soon as you know. Yeah. And uh, we'll be able to one day have a drink and celebrate your success uh, after it's all done. Definitely, we'll have to do that. I have to put that in. That's fab. Thanks Cheers, so much, Rob. Thank you. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. That's been another edition of Trials and Tribulations. Now, if you liked it, please subscribe and follow. But 
Until next time, keep it green.